It's time for Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair in West Reading. Got a question about your vehicle? Give us a call at 610-374-8800 or 888-401-0459. So let's get started with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. Here's Tom and Ashley. And good evening, it's Ashley from Idle Talk with Ashley and Tom. How is everybody tonight? Hello, and I'm doing great. I don't have my microphone in the right area, so I'm going to have to move this eventually, because <laughs> I'm like hunched over <laughs> oh, talking. Oh, you're going to get the, the I'm gonna squeak, get the squeak and the... Squeak. You know what? I, I will talk, and your microphone is off. You can go ahead and move it, as adjust it as much as you want, <laughs> and now you're good to go. Okay, that's much better. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not so, hunched over talking. I can yeah, actually talk so, and turn to Tom. So we're a little, we're running into the studio here, and and uh, we're a little, a little behind the times just here. Discombobulated. Yeah, a little behind the times. So, so. But we're good. It's we're all, good. all good. So tonight we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. I think Tommy's heart also. Exactly. And we're going to talk about the one that got away. That's right. Now, or, mean, or the love lost, or the love lost, or the one that you can never have, or the the car that the car that just you know talks to you every time you see it, and then you just can't. There's no way you can get it, or it's too expensive, or it doesn't make any sense in your time life to to buy yeah. one. So, um, but we'd love to hear from everybody. Six ten three seven four eight eight zero zero, and our eight hundred line eight eight eight. Four zero one zero four five nine. Give us a call. We don't ha- necessarily yep. have to talk about the one that got away. Yep. If you have car questions, if you have any questions about our show from the previous week, yep. give us a call. We'll talk about it. We're, we want to talk about everything. So, um, yeah. But, I, w- I want to do a little follow up though okay. from a question the other week. We had one about uh, 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 Chevy Equinox. And oh, okay. The gentleman was looking for. Uh, some way to get like better fuel economy mm-hmm. out of it. The fuel economy wasn't that good, good, and I had suggested getting a programmer. Unfortunately, for that year, there and is that year not, only. That year only, man, there is nothing available. That's I've I looked high and low and all over the place and went through everything and and just could not find any anything okay. that was going to work. Was that the first year the Equinox was made? I believe it was okay. the first year. Then that's probably why, because a lot of the time, the first yeah. year is like kind of and I th- things I, change. If I remember correctly, that's a car they brought from Europe and then oh. kind of Americanized after they brought it here. Okay. So that was, that was, uh, that's probably why. There's yeah. a couple other models that GM did that with, and I've had people ask about that type of thing, mm-hmm. and we have not been able to find something that's going to work okay. for them. So well, they, unfortunately, they, yeah, they happen to be a European car and okay. there's just not that much support for them here okay. in the aftermarket yeah. realm. So, mm-hmm. and, uh, Ashley and I, with the reason that we're late coming in here was we were pre-recording for next week's show. Yeah. So no call-ins next week. Yep. So no call-ins next week. So if you have a question, call in this week Yep. and, and ask it now because we won't be taking any next week. Any calls next week? Yep. Any yeah. Any calls next week. Yeah. But it'll so. be good. We're looking forward to hearing from everybody. But so 
Um, I think we all. Noel, do you have a car? The one that got away? Um, I don't think I do. No, no. no. I've, you... on, I've only owned two cars. Oh, okay. I've owned my first car was a two thousand one Mitsubishi Lancer. Okay. It was okay. white. It was my stepmom's. And then uh, I got it <laughs> with all the hail damage. Oh, it was a hail yeah. damage car. Yeah. Uh, little golf car because yeah. it was white. So Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was a golf ball. A golf ball. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then now I own a Chrysler. Okay. Chrysler 200 Sport. Do you like it? I, I like it. I, okay. I, I want a tr- I want a truck. Oh, like a full size or like a Silverado 250? Like, like a Range Rover. Like, oh, hard <laughs> oh. man. Yeah. That's the dream car. Okay. Okay. Well, but, I was just going to say tread lightly with those guys because they're mm. just, they're just really expensive to, yeah. to fix and they are an yeah. incredible vehicle. Yeah. 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 We had to take one down to um, the Land Rover. Uh, yeah. I, we work, we do work on them mm-hmm. and, uh, but we don't have everything that we need to work on like them. all the software yeah. so mm-hmm. we didn't have a we needed to reprogram have one reprogrammed and we didn't have the software to do it so oh. we took it down to jaguar well i was Land on Rover. i was on the turnpike and hello i looked down i was going 85 and you don't even uh-huh. know what you're doing because it's so quiet yeah. and mm-hmm. so comfortable i mean this is not a plug for for rover or anything like that but they it's a but, great yeah. great they know car what they're doing they do know what they're doing i mean they've only been, been building cars since since the well, 40s i have wow. no idea well they had the they used the remember when we went to we went down there we dropped it off on a saturday oh yeah they had the old one and in they the had shop. the old one in the there and i asked yeah, yeah they asked the the uh there's a sale they had an old you know they used to use them for like safari vehicles back in the day oh, okay like the old square bodies mm-hmm. and um there was one parked in the incredibly immaculate um uh service area and um i said oh can 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 you show me that and he's like yeah i'll come back and show it to you it was a great car Mm -hmm. but it had been completely disassembled and then reassembled by their Mm -hmm. technicians so but that's a a great that's a great car yeah and he goes we take it out for promotions because everybody loves this Mm -hmm. old old truck Mm -hmm. it's just really it was like from the 40s it must have been from the 40s but yeah. yeah anyway so a good that's yeah. a good that's a nice we'll, nice we'll see if i can get there right Eventually. now it's not happening well that's okay i mean <laughs> yeah. you gotta crawl before you can run this right walk true. before you can run what do they say so that's right so so we we talked about this the other day a little bit i tried to get tom yeah. to uh to uh to admit what admit my, what his favorite what my favorite vehicle is the one that got away the one and that I, got I, away. I told you it would have to be at a later date well this is the later date well i <laughs> tell us when when i was a teenager I had a full-size Jeep pickup truck. Yes. And I loved that and truck. And his name was? Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> he named it. He named it but Wilbur. your parents had a tradition of naming... Whoever you bought the vehicle from, that's what, it, that's what its name was. Oh. So the guy that had owned it, his name was Wilbur. Which is a fantastic name. Exactly. And then... So we named... That truck was named Wilbur. And then... But you also had... Your dad had a tractor. Yes, my and his dad name bought was Lester because <laughs> he bought it from Lester. Lester. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> which I love. So, um, so tell us a little bit about your your oh, Jeep truck. I and, love my Jeep truck. And tell us how it was rusty. Yeah, not as rusty as your rusty, but it was. It's probably rotted. It, well, it it met a bad demise, but I I really loved my Jeep truck, and um, it was a it was a four speed inline six. And that truck got 24 miles to the gallon. It's good stuff. 
And the, the reason it got such good fuel mileage was if you revved it over like 1800 RPM, it sounded like it was going to blow up. <laughs> so everyone was, you're exactly. afraid to put it I was over. afraid to like draw, you know, rev it any higher, but it went, it had lots of torque, which is like the get up and go uh-huh. in it. And, and it had tons of torque and you, it would just like, it, it was it just fine. It did its job. It just did its job. And That's it, right. it was great. And I loved that truck. And we, we had many adventures, my friends and I, in that many truck. Adventures. <laughs> many adventures. Tom many adventures. Tom and his many, friends yes, adventuring. Exactly. That truck went all over the place. We went we went four-wheeling with it. We would, well, back back when I was a, I was younger. Young man. Young, younger. Mm-hmm. And uh, we used to go up to the what they called the Kearney. Uh, there at the Kernsville Dam, which okay. is all all blocked off now, mm-hmm. but people used to ride dirt bikes and four wheelers there, or BMX bikes, and occasionally some dummies would take a truck in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know who would do who that. would do that. Know, man, you know, occasionally. So, <laughs> but it, there were some trails there, and then then some people got hurt and they closed it. Right. So we were, but we used to go around and drive around, and I. I stare at them all the time, and well, you stalk it, them on on any any. Oh, I stalk them all over everywhere. The place. Yeah, everywhere. I'm looking for that perfect one, the one that looked just like Wilbur. Yeah, but yeah, but that doesn't exist. Oh, it does exist. <laughs> it exists for a price. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they're worth a lot of money now. Those trucks. Yeah, and you, you wouldn't think it. Well, but the ones that are fully restored are, are really nice. But they're also the ones that are like the weren't didn't get beat up so badly that you couldn't exactly. restore them exactly and i think that's what makes a car so fantastically collectible is one that you know it it was just used it got used exactly. up and the, the i mean like we we knew a guy who wanted to st- restore a chevette they're you know? pop they're popular to restore now yeah it's yeah. great yeah the yeah. stuff that you wouldn't think that hey you want to restore so yeah. all right we're going to take a really quick break uh And uh, give us a call, 610-374-8800, and we'll see you on the other side. And now let's get back to Tom and Ashley with Idle Talk from King's Auto Repair. And welcome back to Idle Talk here on 830 AM WEU and 1160 WBYN. (laughs) Ashley's like, uh. Uh, If it's not written down in front of me, I can't can't just like rattle it off because there's numbers involved. (laughs) What? Uh, uh, What? So uh, we're taking your phone calls this week because next week we uh, won't be live. We're actually going to some training down in Maryland all week. Yep. So uh, so if you have a car question, call in today, 610-376-374. That's the shop number. Yeah, you won't get anybody there. 610-374-8800. So we're going to take a call from Jane, Jane in Exeter. She has a question about some tires. Hi, Jane. Hello there. How Hi. are you? Good. I know you had a show on a week or so ago about tires. Yes, ma'am. And I don't know if you hit on this, but is there like a set time as far as how frequently you should rotate your tires? Or should it be like every time you change your oil or every two times you change your oil or so many miles? Or what's your recommendation? Yep. So... All of the above. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of the tire manufacturers recommend every five to 7,000 miles that you should rotate them. 
So if you're doing 5,000 mile oil changes, I would say do them every time you do an oil change. Mm-hmm. That's that's generally what we do at at our shop is every time we change the oil, we rotate the tires. Okay. Is you're going to get the most life out of them. Is if they spend a lot of time, the ones in the front are always turning, and they wear yeah. the out they wear the edges down a lot quicker. So you want to kind of split the time up between the ones that are that are turning on the front axle and the ones on the back axle mm-hmm. and okay. it won't wear them down as quickly when you do that. Now, there are instances when people do people have like 10,000 mile oil services um if that is the case for your vehicle um you can always just get the tires rotated every 5. Yeah. You know, so every okay. so I, mean, I didn't know if there was some way that you know to make it easy to try and remember oh when should these be generally be done just or, yep. yeah. yeah. Every oil change. That's that, and, okay. That's right. something I, that we're starting to see a little bit too with the longer oil change intervals is people are ruining tires a lot sooner than okay. what yeah, they should be because they're going going longer being on the front yeah. and sometimes if you rotate them if you keep them on the front too long and then you rotate them to the back they get like really noisy mm-hmm. and i'm i mean i don't know i know what that sounds like but yeah they kind of okay yeah but they'll wear a little bit faster when they're up front for longer periods when they're on the front yeah the front tires yeah and does the air pressure be affected more in the front tires than the rear tires or not um, and on, I know the cold always makes well, it. Yeah, I know my little light sometimes will grow when it's super cold outside. Yes, like oh my gosh, I got uh-huh. you know my little thing <laughs> yep. goes on. Mm-hmm. You need some air in one of your tires. Uh-huh. So, but um, it, you know, is it does affect it a little bit, but it's actually just from the heat that's generated from the brakes. But um. It's very, very minor. Yeah, you're just going to keep them yeah. pretty much the same. Yeah, they should tire be pressure all the way around. Yep. Okay, should, yeah. and it's usually recommended at least once a month or every couple weeks to check I, tire pressure. I would check them once a month. Yeah, that's that's generally what um, the NTSB recommends is once a month and walk around and just kind of look at them, make sure they visually don't look flat, and. Uh, and you said you have a tire pressure monitor, so that'll warn you if it starts going really low. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yeah. that that does. You know, it'll it'll trigger even when it's you know down a, a few pounds. Yes, so yeah. of pressure. So pretty, they're pretty know, sensitive. I'll, yeah, so I'll usually you know try and get, especially when it's colder. That's when it. Mm-hmm. I always notice it when there's a big oh, mm-hmm. yeah. change of. <laughs> change of temperature uh-huh. or something. It's like, oh, D, you know. <laughs> so, but, so it's almost uh, like you know you yeah. go out to your car, you're like, oh, oh it's on. Oh. All right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, no, and I wanted to uh, say thank you. I, you know, I did utilize your, your garage, and everyone over there is so oh. nice and so wonderful. And, well, thank you. You know, I, uh, you know, have been recommending, you know, people to definitely uh, – Check you folks out. So we, your, your staff is wonderful. We really appreciate that. Thank yeah. you so so much. It's that's, very nice for that. That's one yeah. of the reasons we're going to training next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but no, everyone is you know is very is very nice and very pleasant and definitely lets you know what needs to be uh, dealt with. And yeah, uh, well we, that's that's our plan. We appreciate that. Yeah, we don't. We take the line of we don't 
sugar coat anything. But or, we want we also want the we want to be the driver truthful to be and, safe. Yeah. Right. So give you the the whole scoop. That's exactly. Good. I know that was uh I did appreciate that very much and cool. as I said everyone was absolutely wonderful and so nice. So. Thank you. Oh, that warms my heart. Thank you yes. so much, Jane. That's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So makes us feel good. Yeah, that we're actually yeah. like getting the feedback that we're doing it right. So no, awesome. No, it's, uh, it was very, 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 very good. good. So I appreciate it. All right, cool. Well, thank right. you so much for thank the call you. in. Okay, well, I, and the vote you know, of confidence. I, I love I'm it. Enjoying the show. You know, whenever I have a chance to listen to it, it's like, oh my gosh, it. You know, <laughs> awesome. You can always learn something. That's well, right. That's that's what we're that's trying to do. Yeah, we're here. Try to help a little bit yeah and try to take the mystery out of auto repair and or cars in general cars in general yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's, a, yeah it's an important part of uh you know of what it, everyone has to yeah utilize to get around that's right and, so and, and you spend a lot of money to buy them too and you spend a lot of time right. in them too you spend a lot of right. time and <laughs> yeah right. so, okay so and, okay well thank you so much thanks jane appreciate thank it you, jane. oh sure all right yeah you take too bye 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 so we were talking, just we're taking your calls, 610-374-8800 and our 800 number, 888 Give us a call. Yeah, and like we just mentioned with Jane there, we won't be in live in the studio next week. We're nope. going to be out for training, mm-hmm. um, and it's training to bring our level of service up even higher. Yep. That's what we're we're striving for and trying that's, to make our our level of service the best best around. That's right. Always making it there you can always and, there's always room for improvement. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. So Exactly. So next uh, thing we'll be taking over Mike Faust's spot there looking for a, <laughs> a run on feedback. <laughs> There'll be feedback about the shop. <laughs> yeah, um, if Mike's listening, he's got to watch. I'm coming for his job. He's like, ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. No, no. I love doing the show, but I but every time we leave, I'm like, man, I couldn't do that every day. I love doing it. And it's two more hours, too. Yeah, exactly. Oh <laughs> I love cars so, so much, but I don't know if I could talk about cars for like, that would be oh, three goodness. hours. Three hours Almost, a day, yeah. five days a week. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of car talk. <laughs> That's a lot of car talk. My goodness. So so we were talking about Tommy's um, Jeep truck. Yes. The, the one that got away. Yes. The one and that got away. that he's always stalking it. Exactly. Uh, finding the best one. Finding the, be- the best one. But uh, Yeah. One day. One day. One day. And, and uh, you know, we I have the one that got away. And um, I actually... Mm. <laughs> I know where you're going. You know where I'm going. Uh, when I lived in California, I had an opportunity to buy a 1973 Datsun 240Z. Now, raise your hand if you love the Datsuns. Hello, I do. Anyway. That's a Nissan, right? It became Nissan. Oh, okay. It was Datsun, oh. number one, yeah, first thing. Datsun. <laughs> Datsun. Okay. So, I didn't... I. I just had the opportunity. I didn't know a whole lot about the vehicle when I bought it. I just, a guy was selling it and he's like, um, you know, he was, um, he was moving and, uh, he thought, you know, knew that I was looking for a car. And so I bought it and I immediately fell in love with it because it's a little sports car and it's a, it was a four speed inline six little yellow. It's my, my little yellow arrow. 
And I loved it, loved it, loved it so much because it was also my freedom. I could go places. I could, you know, not rely on other people. So my little, my little 240Z was, was fantastic. Unfortunately, I got clobbered in an accident in it. So it's still, it's still the uh, one that is near and dear to my heart. But I had to, it, I, it basically it totaled it because I got hit by a, like a big truck. Yeah. And, you the thing's know, pretty solid, and that's, though. and that's the, that's the shame of it. You know, you love that car and you get in, a, you got hit in an accident and it's all over. It's all over and it's yeah. gone and. It becomes the one that got away. It was the. It is the one that got away. Now, now I stalk them on on all, all over everywhere, the place. everywhere. Because yeah. well, sometimes I'll see one down at the at the gas station near our place because they have ethanol free gas, mm-hmm. and I'll take a picture. Tommy, did you see it? Look, <laughs> <laughs> look, it's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> and I love so. Those are great to see around because you don't yeah. see them very well, often. No, you don't. And they and they were super popular back then. To, mm-hmm. You know in the seventies because every, the gas crunch was on. Yeah. And gas, it was, that yeah. was the very beginning. Well, 73, that was when the, the gas crunch started. So, yeah. cause it was uh, 73, 74, it was the gas line. So, uh, it looks like we have to take a break. So we'll do some commercials and we'll see you on the other side. We're back with more idle talk with Tom and Ashley from Kings auto repair. Hi, we're back. It's Ashley and Tom idle talk. Hello. King's Auto Repair. We're here on uh, 8.30 a.m. WEU and... 11.60 WBYN. That's right. Up north. That's right. <laughs> we're I'm trying to, to make Ashley laugh. <laughs> Start, trying to it's find, working. Get, trying to get those puns out. That's um, right. So um, so we're talking about the one that got away and yeah. also taking your calls. Just give us a buzz. We don't have to talk about that. We can have any car question that you may have. 610-374-8800. Give us a buzz with your questions. We can answer them, figure it out. Maybe stump Tom. That'd be fun. Yeah, try to do that. Ashley likes to stump me. That make happens. Me maybe. go looking for stuff. Yeah, you know. And and I got a little stump this week. Yeah, I got a little stump this week on on social media. There's a video going around <gasps> of an oil pan on a car that it looks like it's jello. Yeah. Inside the oil pan, and I, I didn't watch the whole video, but I watched the where they took the filter off. Where they took the filter off, and then they pulled the oil pan off, and like the oil was in the shape of the oil pan. Yet, as they pulled <laughs> oh it off, it like God, detached. It was it, it looked like a Jello mold. Okay, it looks like something just came out of a Jello mold. So, I'm like, okay, I've never seen that, and mm-hmm. we've had I had a couple people tag me in this video. And they're like, "Hey, what what's going on here? What what's the deal with this?" And I'm like, "Well, my first thought was somebody poured Jello in there, or and, yeah, gelatin, and, or gelatin in it, and ran it until it turned into Jello, which is completely possible because which, that's yeah. gelatin is heat activated, exactly. So we, I went searching for what is the answer to this, mm-hmm. and what I found." And I'm not certain, but it's a very good possibility that some of these older oils, when they mix with newer gasoline, there's a a uh, additive in a newer gasoline that reacts with older oil. And I'm saying like older That's from good. like probably pre like 95. Okay, because I was like going to say real, define older I'm, oil. I'm, I'm talking like 25 years or older. Okay. And and they put this oil in here and it reacted with that causing that problem. 
and it's really wild. But how would how would how would that car have old oil in it? Well, somebody might have it laying around at their house, okay, and do their oil change, yeah, and put that oil in. I well, guess, yeah, you know, it's, it's plausible. They think oil's oil, oil's oil, yeah, yeah, oil's oil. So, hey, yeah, I put it in; it's the right weight, mm-hmm. but it's not the specification, right? Because they're constantly changing oil and all kinds of stuff like that. Is that repairable? I would say it is, but you're going to have to disassemble it and put it all back together again. Okay, so to just to get all mm-hmm. the the crud and the gunk, because it just looked like it really it looked like stretchy jello. I yeah. guess would yeah. be because it was really they, wild. It was yeah, pretty crazy. But but could that actually happen if someone doesn't change their oil for a long, long period of time? On the newer oils, no. not so much. Okay, um, used to see that with the older dinosaur mm-hmm. based oils but these newer synthetics and blends and that kind of stuff you don't see it as much anymore okay so we actually have a call from paul in reading about extended warranties yeah. which was our show last was our week. show last week yeah so paul hello there how hello. are you two doing good doing hello well. can you hear me okay yes yep. sir um i'll give you the well my question is uh the value of an extended warranty about two and a quarter years ago, I bought a 2015 Cruze LS, um, beautiful car for me. Mm-hmm. And in the two and a half years, I have put on, well, I had 20,700, 20, and now it's at 23,000. And maybe 100. I don't drive it very much, just downtown or shopping in the downtown or in the in the mall area or whatever mm-hmm. and um i'm a pretty darn careful driver if i'm going downhill or, or i see a red light i don't put the brake on i coast until i need to mm-hmm. you know, put it on and um i've taken it in for service once each year because i had a uh, since it was a certified chevrolet car mm-hmm. it's a very good local dealer mm-hmm. um, almost as good as your shop but not necessarily <laughs> as good thank you any, you're welcome <laughs> um well i may be finding that out so anyway it just got inspected and it passed the tires looked very good they had no mm-hmm. problem with that and they rotated the tires and so forth but now my two-year or twenty thousand mile warranty has expired because of the two years right i was given by the Chevrolet company connected with the local Chevrolet dealer, mm-hmm. an option to buy extended warranty for four years, um, which would cover um, everything except for the wearable outable items, sure. the engine, the powertrain, um, of course, not the tires, not the wipers, and not checkups and things like that. I would pay $110 a month for two years, and then the Next two years, there'd be no payments. So basically, 24, about 2,500, 2,600 over the first two years. And um, everything seems to run fine. Battery's working. It starts on the cold mornings and so forth. Um, I also got a warranty offer in the mail saying that they would be cheaper than the, um, the, the you know, the manufacturer-type warranties that they're mm-hmm. added. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I'm I'm too rich to be poor and too poor to be rich. What should I do? Not by the one that you got in the mail. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely not. 
That's going to be that's. So the the deal the 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 second the extended warranty is from the dealership, correct? Uh, well, it's a private company in association with the dealership. It came with the logo, and I called up okay. the service manager, and he said, "Oh yeah, that's the one we deal with." Okay. So you got confirmation that that the that Chevy dealership will actually work with with that that warranty company. Absolutely. Okay. I can go to other I can go to other you know independent mm-hmm. dealers such yeah. as yourself. Okay. Yeah. So you'd be spending $2400 is there with that vehicle or with that um warranty is there a like a copay or anything when you walk in the door would you have to pay like $100 for the repair? I don't think so. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry that I don't remember. That's okay. That. A lot of the time there is what they call a what do they call it? A copay or um, uh, a blanking? I'm having a deductible. A deductible. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So they they'll have a deductible of a hundred dollars or seventy five dollars or something mm-hmm. along those lines. So okay. the question. So it's a 2015. It's with very low miles mileage on right. it. So what I start to question, and I don't know this. This is a Tommy answer. Is um, mm-hmm. what things go wrong in a Chevy Cruze, and will that extended warranty cover it and will it pay for itself by mm-hmm. covering that repair or that group of repairs that's kind of how i look at it okay so if, you know do you know the history i mean i could call consumer reports i'm a member of that organization uh do you have yeah. a, 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 a could you get a history who, who would be able to give me a history of the average things that break down for a, you know a cruise at about thousand miles a year I yeah guess. yeah well i'm gonna i'm gonna back up a little bit here you said you that you bought it used as a certified pre-owned car correct, correct. we did the 126 things they check or whatever You're right. yeah mm-hmm. so and they gave me a two-year uh warranty um and i think the powertrain on, has a longer one i'm not sure about that yeah i would start with that most of the problems we see on the Chevy Cruze of your mm-hmm. vintage is mostly powertrain problems. We, mm-hmm. you mostly see, and um, uh, it's usually engine problems with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I there's no good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. usually. Yeah, that's usually where we see the issues. Uh, that's probably the one, the little one point four uh, mm-hmm. engine. And um, so I would actually look at the CPL warranty. The electronics seem to be fairly good in those cars. Yeah, occasionally. Seen a whole lot of... Yeah, we haven't seen a what, whole. What is a CPL? I'm sorry. Certified pre-owned. Oh, That's, okay. Yep. Like what you purchased. Yep, what you right. purchased. The hundred and twenty-six point check that they do, mm-hmm. and right. they usually make sure the tires are good and the brakes are good and yeah. and everything. Uh-huh. It's all al- the rubber's ready to go. Yeah, it's almost like buying a brand new car. Yeah. They, Right. They very much recondition them to make them look like they were never, never driven at the, at that level. Yeah. But really what I look at is like the dollars spent versus dollars saved. That's a very good way to do it. So Mm -hmm. if it's $2,400, that's a pretty substantial repair. For that four ve- years, right? Yeah, for yeah. that vehicle. So if you walk in there and and spend twenty four hundred dollars in warranty repair, now we're not talking about tires, we're not talking about brakes, no. not talking about wear items or anything like that. That's right. a pretty over four years. I mean, that's a that's a pretty 
a lot of money to spend on a war- on warranty items based on the amount of miles you drive. Yeah. Right. So what I would do and mm-hmm. this is this is a this is a Tom this is Tom's yep. dad Tom would tell me yep. to do this. You put $100 a week or a month into a savings account and use oh. that use that as your mm-hmm. your car warranty account. Nice. Yeah. Um we actually have a guy that comes into the shop who has a separate fund he puts money in every week to, he puts to like fix his car. 20 bucks a week in that account yeah. every week and so he always pays us cash. And, yep. And he says, "Hey." And he goes, "You know what? When the car breaks, the money's there." Right, right, right. Yeah. Instead of he goes, uh, he so, doesn't rely on the warranty. No, and yeah. he's like, you know what? I'm gonna roll the dice, and and go for it. But right. uh, so basically, what we're saying is, if you if you want to spend 110 bucks a, a month, pay yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't pay yeah. the guys, yeah. and right. and know that that money is gonna be there when you have a, a larger repair. Yeah. Okay. Sort of like a squirrel uh, putting the uh, exactly acorns in the in the bank. Exactly. Yeah. That's that. Okay. I mean, because because based on the mileage that you drive, I can't say that I would. I can't recommend doing a an extended warranty yeah. for you just I because I think it would be wasted money. At yeah. How many miles you drive? Yeah. Just stick that but money if it's in an a, interest bearing savings account. Okay. It's growing a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or stick it in a coffee can. Whatever. I mean, just so <laughs> yeah. you so you have that cash hanging around when. Yeah. And of course, you know, if if it comes to like, I need an oil change. Oh, I'll dip into that account because I haven't done nothing crazies. You know, I haven't had any any big repairs recently. So Um, let's see. So I was going to think of something else there. Um, Now, you folks do automotive, but you don't do body work. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, we 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 just do the we just do the guts. Yeah. Well, um, at the dealership, um, I live in a pretty narrow alley and. uh, the neighbor on one side put a post to protect his his <laughs> property there. I know where you're going. And and um, I took, I guess I left a little of my car on the post. <laughs> is what <laughs> happened. Yes, I made, a, I made a contribution. Yeah. So anyway, there are actually um, four scrape marks. Unfortunately, like the, the front quarter panel on the left, and on the right, and then on the on the rear on the on the driver's side, and. Um, then somebody in the um, A parking lot decided to change the aerodynamics of my car with a vertical and a horizontal dent that go in about a half an inch or whatever. Oh. So it was like a bumper thingy that stands up and yeah. goes sideways. Yeah. So I put it in the body. Well, I, I had the body, and it was four. No, it was five thousand dollars to get that fixed. Yeah. So I'm wondering if I can call you off air. Um, you're on um, um, Penn Avenue, right? Yes, sir. Or yep. Come over, mm-hmm. and that just seems like a huge amount. Um, well, although the, they may have to replace, I don't know. They're probably it, replacing the bumper. It, it's going to depend. Um, I mean, we're not experts in body repair, and I can't. We can't war- advise yeah. that. I mean, there's, I, a, okay. there's a lot of new rules that went into effect with body oh. repairs and insurance companies yeah. in the last uh-huh. couple of years. You, there's been some, there's been some lawsuits for cars that weren't put back together correctly, yeah. but, and everybody's mm-hmm. kind of a little scared of of that. Yeah, but like you, really you are, reputable places. You are absolutely allowed to get a yeah. second opinion. Yeah, and you don't yeah, have absolutely. to go to the place the that your insurance um, specifies. Or certain says you have to go here. My company's good. I'm a platinum member, and I 
they don't raise my rate, you know, yeah. I get a rental yeah. car and all that type of stuff. But, but if I were to, well, say, well, I'll call, call your garage, yeah. and you might give me a, you know, a recommendation of two or three body shops. Yeah, we could do that for you. Yeah. And I have another question. Can you repair my body, you know, just like certain, you know, sections to <laughs> fix? I don't know if you have an MD degree or not. No, no. no. I, do, it, you know? We would just use some putty and uh, see if we could put some stuff back together <laughs> I for you. I don't need it added. I need it taken away. Oh, yeah. I have well, that problem, too. Thank you very much for a very good show. And well, thank I you, Paul. Call coming, so you have a bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Well, thanks. Thank you very much, Paul. And we're going go to really, we're gonna go to a really quick break. and we'll... See you. We're back with more Idle Talk with Tom and Ashley from King's Auto Repair. And welcome back to Idle Talk right here on 830 AM WEEU and 1160 WBYN. I'm Ashley. I'm Tom. <laughs> From King's Auto Repair. That's right. And we're here. And we're going to... Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say uh, we have uh, Randy on the line here in Reading. So we're going to take his call about tire pressure. Hello, Randy. How are you? Hello, Tom. Uh, I'll get my radiator. What? A song that Chuck Berry wrote. He was on a road trip, and the bus didn't have any heat. When he got to his hotel, he wrote a song called Hugging My Ratty. <laughs> Hugging My Ratty. All right. You know I'm going to look it up. You know what's so funny? You're saying that because we were just sitting here, and I'm like, it got cold in the studio. So when you're like hugging my radiator, I'm like, wait a minute, I just put my scarf on. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be hugging a radiator right now. It's cold. <laughs> it, it, it was one of those minor hits of his, and uh it, it, it always stuck with me when people, especially in the winter, how are you doing? I'm hugging my radiator. I'm hugging my radiator. Oh, my gosh. That's great. He was such a fun, funny lyricist. He, w- he would always have really great, um, like, puns in, yeah. his, in, his, in his songs. In the winter. I think the thing that I would have loved to have seen was a concert of him and Jerry Lee Lewis. <gasps> oh, Stop it. I, I, always, awesome. I, I constantly forget his name, and I can only think, oh, the black Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, you, you look at at, at the uh, the facial features. Yeah, they're, they're both slim. Uh-huh. Mannerisms. They they were wild at the uh-huh. keyboard. Yes. Uh huh. And some of the songs. Yeah. I, that that would have been a, a heck of a concert. Hell yeah, that would have been. So okay. So I, what's your question about tire pressure? Well, I I have a comment about your tire pressure talk, and then about your uh, not being able to talk for three hours. <laughs> uh, I challenge you because tire, the, not the tire manufacturers, the car manufacturers, and it's called a door jam. Mm-hmm. Yep. That label lists a range of pressures depending on what you are doing, and they do not recommend you re- run it at one set pressure. Oftentimes, a higher pressure in the back, because they assume that you're carrying a load in the trunk. Mm -hmm. And if you are going to be towing or carrying a load to increase it, the tires, now I'm talking standard tires, not some of these Mm -hmm. low-profile things. The average temp pressure was always stated to be 32, maximum of 35, and that's on the tire wall. Now, if they are telling you that uh, you should not go above 35, that means that that is still the safest maximum pressure Uh that you should get. Yes, you're going to have a harder ride, but anything between 32 and 35, you are not neither under or over inflating the tire. Well, I'm going to leave this over to Tom. (laughs) I'm just going to sit back and listen. So what you're talking about is like an older tire. And um, a lot of the German cars years ago, 
they used to do the range thing um, where they would say if you were if there was two people traveling in the car the tire pressure should be this if there's four people in luggage they should be this if you're just driving by yourself they should be this and they and they kind of did that and they put it in the door jam and uh, they they would do that but a lot of the tire pressure stuff what the manufacturer puts on the sidewall is usually their maximum pressure so when you go and you get replacement tires put on and they put on tires that don't meet the manufacturer's recommendation, you'll see the lower tire pressure on the sidewall. Because we occasionally see that with pickup trucks. And you'll see it, and people will purchase a a passenger car tire, so it's made for a car, not a pickup truck. And you'll see those rated generally... I think most passenger car tires are rated at 44 psi, and the tr- I haven't seen them that high. But I I don't deal with cars mm. well, frequently. Yeah, usually most passenger car tires you'll see them rated at about 44 psi on the sidewall. But that's max. That's max. Okay. And then when you see like they have ones that are called uh, passenger car extra load. Usually those go up around like 50 or so. Those are all your low-profile ones. But when you get into the pickup trucks, they get into the load ranges. And the different load ranges have different tire pressures on the side for the maximum tire carrying capacity. So a lot of that stuff that the manufacturer's telling you is your most general spot you are going to want to run them. Yeah, I mean, you can always run the tire to be softer or harder, um, and really, obviously, depends on if you're if you're, if you're pulling a trailer. You know, mm-hmm. you want it to be a little softer. I think, yeah. No, no, not on a trailer. harder, harder. More, Sorry, yeah. I don't know what I'm hunt. talking about. Never mind. Yeah. It, no, it, it, it also uh, has to do with do you like having the car wiggle and wobble and bounce mm-hmm. around, or would you rather have it a little? Your butt takes more of the of the impact. But uh, when you hit a pothole, you're not. Mm-hmm. If you've if you've ever been in a car with a very soft suspension, not the type that absorbs it, that passes it up, and the car just keeps wobbling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like a yeah like a super comfortable well, Cadillac or something along those lines. It well, just kind of floats. Yeah, that's well. Years ago, when I I worked at the uh, local Lincoln Mercury dealer, they. Um, when the Lincoln Town cars went from 15-inch wheels to 16-inch wheels, and they went with a lower-profile tire, the ride got rougher, mm. and they couldn't get that out. And that was a large complaint on, on because that there's because less... the, there was less sidewall to take that bounce. I, I'm going to have to look at, at the, the tires because everything that I've seen is still uh, 32 to 35. Mm. I uh, haven't seen one that said that in a while. Yeah, I, I I've know. seen it. I've seen it on the older tires, but uh, my my tires are only two years old, and they say thirty five is max. Wow! On a on a car or a truck? It's a pickup truck, but it's the uh, it, it. They did not specify passenger or truck, just the size that I well, could put on the truck. Well, on the on the tire, it'll say it'll have a P in front of this tire size number for a passenger car tire and it'll say LT for a light truck tire which will 
have the load range ratings. Okay, because it it is a light truck, but the it's a specified passenger car, so I'm, I guess they they wanted to have a softer ride. Yeah, it, it was uh, designed to uh, get, be a. Uh, it was a pickup truck that was supposed to drive like a car. Uh, yeah, yes. well, it wobbles like one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and, I, and I was thinking about when you were saying about not being able to talk three hours. Uh, you you guys didn't belong to any car clubs. All you, all you need to do is have a carburetor or a caliper that you had to rebuild, and you could easily spend three hours <laughs> talking to yourself. Well, that, that, that's what you can do. You, you know, bring well, in a project like that from the shop, and then uh, while you're on the phone talking to people, you can be rebuilding yourself. A carburetor? What's that? <laughs> yeah, what's that? <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. We know what it is. We know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one in the shop that knows what that is. <laughs> yeah, you're the only one that can rebuild one of those guys. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for the call, Randy. That was wonderful. Wonderful, good information, and um, we uh, thank you for listening yeah, very much. And, thank you for yeah, listening. And I don't claim to know everything no. about every tire either. <laughs> like I said, I, I, it, my experience was always with the, the, the older standard tires, and I, mm-hmm. I did not see that they. I don't talking to a regular fifteen inch, not going to the, you know the sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. I'm wondering when we're going to get 30-inch tires. Well, <laughs> well, it's it, only a matter of time. It, it seems like it, because what, what are they up to now? 20-inch tires? 21? All? 22. Yeah. 22. 22. Okay. yeah, a lot of the new GMs have 22s on them. But that's the and pickup trucks and the um, SUVs, SUVs and all yeah. that. Yeah, because it's just bigger in general. Well, and that has to do a little bit with safety, too. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think about it, but um, that flex in the tire sidewall there is... Uh, it, it if they can take the flex out of it with all these new electronics going into them, they can uh, figure out how to handle how to make the car handle with those electronics a lot easier because I'll, it doesn't have the sway in it from the tires. I'll tell you what I I had an estate wagon. <laughs> yes. Oh, I I I, I, lo- I loved until it ru- the, the entire bottom rusted out. Yes, mm-hmm. I believe that. You Especially know, the, we're in the rust belt. The, the floor, the gas line the brake lines and i had problems with the, the, the wobble yep mm-hmm. and i talked to to my tire guy and he said you need to have substantial sidewall strength you need mm-hmm. steel belted sidewalls and i was also an issue with traction i put illegally snow tires all the way around steel belted sidewall snow snow <laughs> tires that thing handled like a Cadillac after that. It drove <laughs> so smooth. And you know what stopped it? What's that? A sheet of ice on a hill. That'll do it every time. <laughs> it went through three feet of snow with no problem. Randy, we got to go. It's the end of our show. Thank you so much for the yeah, phone call. Thank you. Take care. All right. All right. So uh, tune in to our pre-recorded when we talk about... Um, we start off with a little bit of winter driving and, and go into just driving in general and a little bit of the newer vehicle technology... And uh, we were kind of all over the place with that too. Yeah, but it's it's a, but it's I, fun. It is. Uh, it's you're going to get a good info. laugh next week. <laughs> you're going to get a new good laugh. We uh, we were dying laughing we're making it. Being so, a little silly. Yeah. So it was really good. But so, uh, but go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say thank you so much for joining us. We get a little tongue tied. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a lovely weekend, and we look forward to hearing you uh, from your calls next two weeks. In two weeks. In two and, weeks. Uh, Have a lovely, lovely rest of your evening. Thank you very much.